I need a date. I need that reassurance that you're going to have a child. And it's just like, dude, let her breathe. You haven't even spent 24 hours, three hours, not even eight hours to know this person. Like I get our mirror's point of view. Like I just want to make sure that we are actually compatible. There's one thing through video and then there's one thing that's in person. You know, she could have doubts. Like, come on. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in on a little bit of everything with me and I am your host, Angelica. This is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything. So sit back and enjoy the show. It's 90 Day Fiancé time with my co-host, the Coupon Queen Pen. Why, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, and we are recapping 90 Day Fiancé Season 8, Episode 14, Into Your Arms. What a crap show. Oh my goodness. I felt like it was like the Super Bowl again. How, how are you doing, Coupon Queen Pen? Okay, I was like, what the what? Okay, so guys, remember, the Grammys were on last night, so it was like, the Grammys versus 90 Day Fiance, right? So I'm like, okay. But of course, you know, one of the best inventions ever is the DVR. Ever, ever, ever. DVR, PVR, TiVo, however you say it. It. I, I, I love this thing. I don't, I don't think I... Remember the world before we recorded TV. <laughs> but oh my gosh, last night. What in the world? It was like this explosion. But, you know, the funny thing is, Angelica, I think we should be used to it by now. You know, where it's like you get to those last couple of episodes and then everything starts happening. But it was just like, this just erupted. It was nuts. It was nuts. We finally got to see scenes that we've been waiting for since the beginning of the season. And I pretty much, there's a lot to say in this episode. Uh, but guys, once again, for those who are listening or watching us live, actually, through Periscope, uh, just to let you know, it's only available to the end of the month. And then we're transferring Periscope to... Um, twitch tv so keep an eye on some updates you guys got to follow the podcast you guys can get the newest update i know we built a great audience on periscope we've had over 200 people uh combined and with all our episodes it's been between the hundreds so thank you guys so much so i just want to say that before we get into it because I do have until March the 31st to keep broadcasting. But again, thank you to you guys uh, for all your support. I hope you can follow us through our podcast or on Instagram or through Twitter to get some updates. So thank you. Coupon Queen Ben, who did you want to get, start talking about? Because this was nuts. Like I, I even I was even shocked to to, you know, see some of these couples. And again, we're so used to it, but these are like different people who are, you know, doing the same stuff over and over. So who did you want to talk about? Okay. Um, for me, it's kind of a toss up. I'm trying to figure out if I want to do Tariq and Hazel or Andrew and Amira. Um, I think I want to get Andrew and Amira out of the way because Andrew bugs the fire out of me. Oh my gosh. I, I, I can't with Andrew. I literally cannot with Andrew. Um, so we know that Amira, against her better judgment, against everything that everyone was telling her, went to Serbia. So here's the funny thing. Um, I don't know if you guys were listening last week when we said that um you know, Celebrity Talk Guy actually did an interview with Andrew's mom. And Andrew's mom pretty much said all of this was a setup and all of this was Amira's idea. I, I mean, I hate to say it, I can't put it past her, but with all the stuff that this poor girl went through and as slubby as this man has been acting, I don't think that all of this is acting. I mean, is it just me or 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 do you agree with me, Angelica? 
You know, I agree with you. And the fact that this woman went on a YouTube channel and started talking crap about Amira and making it seem like this was a whole thing that she's planned and everything. Let's be honest. And I agree with you. She's been through hell. She's been through a lot. And, you know, Andrew hasn't really done much. And again, we see this so many times, especially the time in Mexico, where she was detained and he didn't do anything. He could have done so much more, but he's sitting there like a log. And it's just like, oh, I'm expecting that TLC production is going to know where she is. No, they're just there to film you. They're not there to give you insights or tips or whatever. So please, like, you know, Amira needs to cut loose with andrew forget him of all the people in europe can someone take a mirror of all the people in the world can someone take a mirror i I mean goodness gracious so she's stuck in serbia and um for those of you that don't know there i guess maybe the being inside caused riots all over the place we didn't talk about it much here in the u.s um, I don't know if you talked about it much there in Canada, but there were riots all over the place. And Serbia was just one of those places where it was quite the powder keg during quarantine. Um, so, you know, she's there. She's in this place. She's supposed to be quarantining for two weeks. And then when she gets there, only to find out that because of all the infighting and the rioting she actually can't get um room service so she actually has to go out into the street and find food and for those of you that know of course that was one of the hardest things to find during quarantine because places were trying to close early and everybody's trying to stay safe and get home so this girl is like all over the place trying to scrounge like for food and oh my gosh and this man doesn't even bother to call her now here's my one thing because i'm sorry with her all her well if i had support for my man like girl please you should know that your man is not going to support you right now. He didn't look for you while you were in Mexico. Like, oh, oh my gosh. And then finally, when he does get in contact with her, this schlubby person of a human being finally says, hey, you know, uh, So I can't wait for you to get here and you're going to meet my sister, you know, and, you know, you may meet the new baby and blah, blah, blah. And now all of a sudden he wants to know. So when you get here, can you just pop out a baby? What is the matter with this man? Like, there is nothing wrong with wanting to know when a person, you know, that's a conversation for couples when you're going to have kids, how it's going to happen, whatever. But she's been through a traumatic experience, been detained in Mexico. She's now in Serbia, like fearing for her life, trying to figure out if she's actually going to be able to make it to the United States. And you want to ask her about What's her timeline for having kids? And okay, I hate to ask you this again, but am I missing something, Angelica? Like, am I really missing something? No, you're not. Like, you, everything you said, you've brought up a great point. Like, this guy is like, you know what I feel like he's trying to do? Because let's face it, Amira is gorgeous. She is beautiful. She's exotic looking. Like, she is good looking. And I feel like once she lands into the United States, it's not going to be your typical average Andrew looking type of guy. So there's going to be all sorts of people and all sorts of men that she's probably going to be like, you don't find this in Europe. So I'm thinking that Andrew's trying to pull a fast one. So this way she doesn't get off track 
and you know not be interested in him and feels like you know having a baby is going to lock her in because you know how some people do that well oh the infamous trap baby yeah so i feel like he's trying to you know because when she gets to america if she ever does come on like she's gonna see damn like you thought baby girl lisa had 54 women lined up to see her amir's gonna have a million people lined up to see her and take her out so he's probably afraid of that yeah well uh, i his attitude doesn't help that's all i'm gonna say about that but here's another something so remember you and i were talking about the whole his Instagram with all the kids and we didn't mm-hmm. know if a parent was actually trying to sue him. I think that that was real because Mr. Andrew has actually taken all of the pictures and videos with the children that were in his daycare off of his page. So I think part of that was true. The only pictures that he has up right now are of Connor, his nephew. So, yeah. (sighs) This man, this man, this man. So, finally, after getting upset, of course, he does what every man-child on 90 Day does. I need to talk to my mommy. (laughs) So, he has a conversation with his mother about how, you know, Amir is coming and... He's upset because one of the things she said is she doesn't think he's going to make a great father. Now, one of the things she points out is she doesn't have a problem giving him kids. She just doesn't want to have them right now. And she really kind of feels like he's just in a competition with his sister. Like his sister's having a baby. So now he wants to have a baby, not now, but right now. So... It's just like, you know, she's saying, you know, I don't think that this is right now is the time and this doesn't seem to make you great father material. Well, of course, he had to tell that to mommy dearest and, you know, mom, of course, the same way she stood up for him on that amazing interview with celebrity talk guy. She is now, (sighs) how dare she say that? I know you'll make an amazing dad. Oh, oh, oh. The kids at the daycare don't think so. They think you'll make an amazing dad too. Okay. Well, I will say this. She is not as overbearing as Mama Debbie, but she's, and she's not as weird as Mama Brandon. And she's not definitely not as purse-foolish as, you know, Lilia. But dear goodness, woman, what is up with... You know what? I think they need to make... Hey, Discovery Plus, if you're listening, make a show called The Mamas of 90 Day. Because these women have some weird thoughts on how their kids should behave or how their kids should be treated. Oh, my goodness. I I don't know, because if not, I'm going to really rabbit hole here. (laughs) Yes, we we still got through. We need to get through a lot of couples. Um, But, you know, you brought up great points and it's true. I I don't understand. But, you know, he's making it. He's really trying to trap her down to have this child. And I don't like how he's very forceful of it. He's just like, well, I need a date. I need that reassurance that you're going to have a child. And it's just like, dude, let her breathe. You haven't even spent 24 hours, three hours, not even eight hours to know this person. Like I get Amir's point of view. Like, I just want to make sure that we are actually compatible. There's one thing through video. And then there's one thing that's in person. You know, she could have doubts like, come on. But I still don't understand why she wants to leave the country of wine and cheese. Can someone explain to me? I feel like here, I just want to go to Europe and immerse myself in Europe and, you know, enjoy all the stuff that it comes with. But for God's sakes, like, what is the reason that she wants to leave? Why can't she move into the city? It may be expensive, but I'm pretty sure her friends would love to help her out and say, hey, let's roomie together. Right, right. I don't know. I mean, she seems to be doing pretty well by herself. She's been able to take a couple of trips. Now, according to this, 
Um, you know, according to Andrew's mom, you know, Andrew's paying for this, but this doesn't seem like a trip that Andrew has paid for because I'm sorry, if you're paying money for someone to, you know, take a trip somewhere without you, you kind of want to make sure you keep in contact with them, at least to make sure they're safe. And she said she was going days without hearing from Andrew. So I'm not sure he paid for this trip. Like, she seems to be doing pretty well for herself. So this is why I'm pretty skeptical about what mom was saying during that interview. I mean, I'm not saying that she wasn't telling the truth, but I am skeptical. I'm I'm really skeptical with her interview and the way she's portraying Andrew. You know what it is, too, is because Andrew's getting a lot of heat on social media. And she's just like, oh, my God, my poor baby, my poor baby. So she's got to go and defend him and try to figure out how to change things so people can see a better perspective. And, of course, she's chosen the route of or roots. I'm sorry. It's just I feel like I have to say it both ways. <laughs> so this way, the audience can really say Okay, maybe mom can convince me. Listen, lady, 90 Day Fiance fans, they know who decide when it comes to these situations. You don't need to waste your time because we all know the truth and we're seeing it on television, even though it's just for that one day they're filming and that's it out of the 100 hours that they film a week. But still... It's our opinion and it's a reality TV show. Some people act through this whole season. Some people don't. So it is what it is. That is true. So are we done with this couple? We are done and we should move on. Okay. So who did you want to talk about next? I'm trying to think here. Um, oh, Jesus. Okay. Let's do Hazel and Tariq. Uh, because honestly... It wasn't much for me to say, oh my gosh, what a great segment. So much drama. Mm-mm. I but I must say that Angela, Angela, you are the VIP of this episode. Oh my goodness, woman. Oh, for sure. Definitely. Hands down. I agree with you on that. But holy crap. Like, you know, the thing that gets me with this is because, okay, so for those who don't know, last week, let's get a little bit of a recap here. Um, Hazel and Terry meets meet up with uh, Angela, which is Terry's best friend, and they start talking about, "Hey, what's going on? Like, oh my gosh, the wedding! Are you ready? You got your shoes!" Like, she's getting excited for them to get married. And then Hazel here, she's got the moopy face of like, you know, I'm so upset, I'm so angry, and this is kind of changing my mind about Hazel. You know, I love them as a couple at the beginning, but now I'm starting to shift my mind here. I don't know if you're going to agree with me, but listen to me, L- hear me out here. So they sit down. She's saying, oh, you know, Ter- she just drops it. Tarek is, uh, I asked him to stop speaking to another girl and he's still speaking to her. Okay. First of all, who wanted the third person in the relationship? She did. Oh, that, but this has been my thing. And it's one of those crazy things of what did she think was going to happen? You are inviting a third person party i keep saying she's looking hazel seems to be what she's describing is a friend not a not a a sister wife or a girlfriend or even with what she's describing for herself she's like i want somebody i can hang out with you know i want somebody i can go shopping with and i can talk to you just described a bff not a girlfriend. I mean, not that you shouldn't be friends with your mate or your spouse or your girlfriend or your boyfriend, but she's describing wanting pretty much a friend. But I feel like she hasn't really said it enough or asked him, do you understand what I'm, what I'm trying to ask for? Because the way she says, like, you know, I'm bisexual. I want to uh, get into a relationship with a girl. Like, you know, she said that at the beginning. She's made it clear, which is fine. But then, you know, this minty situation has literally, you know, put them in the fire. Because she's, I feel like 
you know, she's she can be a jealous person. You know, I think we're all jealous to a certain point in all of our relationships. If you're extremely jealous, I don't even know what to say. But for Hazel, I feel like she's gotten to the middle ground of jealousy. Yeah, she but she has a right to be. I mean, I get it. But she's the one that wants the yeah. other girl. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, uh, you're gonna have to make up your mind, girl, because if your experience is now when Minty's not even in the picture, like physically, but then Tarek is still talking behind her like the hack. What are you going to do when it comes to another girl? It's going to be the same thing. Right, right. I think it's more that it's behind her back, though. And especially if, here's my one thing. And I know she kind of asked for this. So, but if she asked you to stop speaking to this person, why are you still indulging this person? And it's not like... It's not like, oh, I hear you. It's kind of like, well, you expect me to stop speaking to my friends? <sighs> okay, dude, 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 dude. She is about to be here forever. So you're going to let your wife have a problem with you because you want to have a conversation with someone for a few minutes. I don't get it. See, even my furry best friend Mimi agrees with me. Like, come on. You know, it, it's it's tricky here because she did say that she wanted a girlfriend and wanted to experience that. But since Minty is not fully out of the picture, she's having trust issues with Tarek. And it's just like, I don't understand her. Maybe she's not explaining herself properly. Uh, you know, it could be so many things. Yes. Then after she says, I want someone to hang out with, go to the mall and stuff, then those are called friends. You don't need to go on a website to find right. friends. You could just right. go out there. Well, obviously during that time they filmed was COVID. So it was a lot difficult, but that, you know, she could have gone out with Angela. Angela could have introduced her to other friends and then other people. And then it's just, you know, there's that circle. So I feel like she's still unsure what's happening, but in this situation, of this conversation, she really threw him under the bus, which is fine. And Angela's going to side, obviously, Hazel, because Hazel has left her family and everybody uh, back home, including her son, to be with him. And they are right. getting married fairly shortly in this episode. Right. right. And, and I think that's really what it is, is they are getting married, you know, and let's Let's be for real here. Angela knows exactly how Tariq is. This is his best friend. So she kind of knows a little bit of the ins and outs of this man. So I'm pretty sure she's like, hmm, you know, this poor girl has no, no, you know, she may want what she wants. But there's something to what she's saying. And, and I think that's really the route that I'm going is that there is something to what Hazel is saying. And she also did say, I want to be able to pick the girl that's our girlfriend. Like, she wants to be able to choose. So, obviously, there's something about this friend or girlfriend or whoever she is that Hazel doesn't like. I mean, but again, girl, you're inviting someone else in you need to figure this out really quickly. Like you can't get jealous. You can't get jealous that they're going to hang out. Sometimes you can't get jealous that, you know, this person is going to speak to him without you because you're asking this person to be as invested in him as you are. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but Tarek ends up making it up to her and gets all suited up you know transforms the living room a little bit and gives her that romantic like uh reproposal to hazel and she talks to him about you know i still don't trust you like i need you i want to trust you i want to be with you and everything and after that i was a bit like confused of this whole situation with this couple and I was like, you know what? We'll see what happens because there's obviously more to this and they still need to get married. So let's see if they still make it to the altar because 
wow, I'm still confused about these two. Like, I feel like she still loves him, but then also with this other girl reintroduction, it's just too much. I think she's finally realizing that she's made a mistake, but doesn't know how to admit it. And she's trying to brush this, you know, it's like the perfect moment of, let me use Tarek as a way of kind of like hiding the fact that I'm at fault for this. And, you know, here we are. So that's my opinion. Yeah, that is going to be crazy. And it looks like next week she comes out to her father. Yes, she does. So that's going to be very tough. And uh, I wonder how they're going to handle it. Because, of course, she's spoken about how it's uh, something that, you know, you can't really be free about when it comes to something like this. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, we will see what happens. So, oh my gosh. Let's go with Soccer Mom and Tunisian Yoda. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay, so for those of you who are just joining us, I am talking about none other than Rebecca and Zied. Mr. Yes, yes, so beautiful, so beautiful. Um, So other than the fact that, okay, you know what drove me crazy that whole segment was Rebecca's hair. Why in the world is it that these women get on 90 day and decide that they want to look like a kindergartner that's done their own hair? What, what, what is with this look? Because she had pigtails. And then I think what really got me was her part wasn't straight. And she's just got these pigtails pulled up and she's looking for her ring and she's all upset and her pigtails keep swinging and oh my gosh so she's for somehow Rebecca has lost her engagement ring that sh- that um Ziad bought her from the Sahara desert <laughs> with um, her own money yeah let's not forget that guys okay let's let's take that back Somehow she lost the ring that she bought herself in the Sahara Desert. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. And she doesn't know where it is. She's looking in her car. She's, you know, of course, searching the sofa. And, you know, Zied is doing the thing that people kind of hate to see, you know, the 90 dayers do. He's here and he is playing video games, you know, with that console that she bought him at the game store when she pulled out that amazing debit card that's got his picture on it. (laughs) Yeah, if you know, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you're going to have to go back a few episodes. (laughs) So, yeah. She buys him this console and he's, of course, putting it to good use. He's even got the headphones on. And if you are a gamer, (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh, it's in a bucket of chicken. Um, if If you are a gamer, you know that the headphones go on and you kind of can't hear the world. You know, I always say it, the fam clan and I were gamers. So he's sitting there. He can't hear her. But he's so invested in the game. She's like, I lost my ring. He's like, so? I can't do nothing. I can't do nothing. What do you want me to do? So it's like, oh, my gosh. These two. These two. But the craziest thing is they are still fighting about the fact that he wants to get married right away and she does not want to get married right now because it's like the first time I've gotten married, even though this is my third marriage. You know, this is going to be my forever and I'm going to live happily ever after. So, yeah. Well, he's it's he's explained to her several times that he needs to get married before Ramadan. Um, if not, he has to go somewhere to stay because she is 
you know, she's technically not married to him. And, you know, I was a little insulted in their side interview. Now, I'm not Muslim, but to sit up there and say, well, this is the only time you want to be a devout Muslim. Like, what? Who says that? How disrespectful can you be? So it's like, oh my gosh. So they finally agree to get married and she loses the ring. And of course, who does she turn to? And he had to go to Tiffany's. I got to go to Tiffany's. And I noticed the funny thing when Rebecca gets upset, that's when she turns into that soccer mom talking to the peewee league. When she starts using the shorter words and the, and the, you know, no, no conjunctions. So, you know, it's like, I go now. Like, oh, oh, okay, you go now. Bye. But yeah, so she's on her way to her daughter, Tiffany's, to talk to her daughter because, you know, she just can't take it. And we find out that Tiffany has hurt herself and she's talking to Tiffany about it. And Tiffany says, well, do you think that this is a sign? And she explains about the whole Ramadan thing. Now, here was the funny thing. She claims that she did not know, but the look on her face said she actually knew ahead of time. And, and I mean, maybe it's just me. I could be mistaken, but I was like, she knew. She knew she just got caught and she's trying to pawn this over on Ziad. So I'm like, okay. And now, of course, now her daughter's got all the suspicions. Well, maybe he just wants to stay here in America. Well, what? Okay, I have a question. What did you think was going to happen when they got married? I mean, where were they going to stay on Mars? Like, what? Am I? Okay, like, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. So she's thinking that he's all kinds of suspicious and he's just doesn't want to, you know, he's got some ulterior motive. I don't think so. I think it's just a religious thing because we've seen this with 90 dares that marry Muslims before, you know, or are in relationships. In other words, the, the, the hurried or the rushed marriage is not an uncommon thing. It's just not something we're used to in the States. That That's pretty much it. So, or in the Americas. I mean, we get to take our time and decide. And But they're like, hey, you know what? 72 hours, I met you and I think I love you. Let's do this. So, yeah. Oh, gosh. I just, you know, I went nuts when I saw the memes, uh, obviously, through... I'm going to just share the screen here for those who can see it. Um, for those who can listen, you can hear the voice, like the audio of it. And this first meme was, so if you head over to more Biggie on Instagram, she's super funny. She just talks about 90 day fiance and most of it, she creates the memes. Uh, but this one was funny. Uh, Rebecca, when she couldn't find her ring on the couch, I'm trying to see if I can get the audio going. Just, just give me a second here. So it's a <laughs> it's Molly from back in the day that show Molly in the comfy couch. <laughs> so it's her yep. saying angry and angry over again. So she says, uh, so more Biggie says, Rebecca, when she couldn't find her ring in the couch, I was dying. This is hilarious. But overall, this couple, I don't know what she expects from him. Like, you know, she when she lost that ring, it's technically your fault. You got to find it. That's the bottom line. You need to find that ring. It's your ring. You got to find it. Uh, but, oh, my gosh. Oh, Rebecca, I don't even know what else to say about her. She's losing her marbles. Um, yeah. You know, or she, it's again, it's because, you know, she's, he, she, she's he's giving me vibes from my ex from Morocco. And it's like, girl, I don't know. I, I was waiting for that to come out, though. You know, my ex from Morocco. That is, okay, according to 
Rebecca, this will, you know, open the portals to the universe because that seems to be the phrase that pays. Uh, you know, I, I was just waiting for it to show up. You know, it's, you know, like you said last week, it's like the Jesse Meester thing. It's all about Jesse. You know, makes me think of Jesse. Yeah. So, yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't know. These two, we will see because, of course, she's saying also that her her dress doesn't fit, but he doesn't mind getting married in jeans, and that's not bridal enough for her. So she is, like, really, really upset. But we see next week where this couple actually goes to the place where they're going to get married. So we'll see if they go through with it. So who did you want to talk about next? Because we still have um, Harris and Stephanie. We still have, um, and we still have Jovi and Yara. Let's do Stephanie and Harris. Let's just get those two out of the way. Um, she can be used. She can use. She can use the dress that she used for the rest of Morocco. It's freaking hilarious. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> that is too funny. It's all you hilarious. Oh my gosh. So yeah, uh, you said you wanted to do what? Stephanie and Harris or? Yeah, Stephanie and Harris. Okay. So, oh, these two, these two. Oh my gosh. So believe it or not, before we get into Stephanie and Harris, there has been some talk about Stephanie, where people are really, really concerned. Um, Part of it is Stephanie's drinking. And it is, some of it is actually apparent in her Instagram. It's coming off like Stephanie may have a slight problem with alcohol. Um, And it's in her mannerisms and her behavior. So it is quite concerning um, there are times when her words slur, or even her actions, where she's kind of like leaning forward in a slight stupor. She's not quite catching herself. So people are noticing this. Um, I don't know what to say. She hasn't. Uh, she hasn't denied this. She hasn't answered back. She hasn't clapped back or anything. But this is a concern of some of the fans of Ninety Day. So. We will see where this goes. But yeah, of course, you know, Harris is the new Rai Rai. Um, and he's her boo thing now. These two have been having a little jiggy jiggy time and a little hide the banana in her room until she goes back to the United States. Now, Here's the funny thing. I thought she said it was like a couple of days. This is more seeming like a week or so. I, I don't I don't know what what's the time frame on this thing. It seems like it's been longer than what we see, but of course, again, they may it may be a couple of days just cut little pieces here and there because let's be realistic, most of these scenes are kind of like broken up into smaller sections in order to fit within the hour and then we see the same thing over and over again so yeah it could be a week but on our television screen it seems like she's been there for a month yeah it seems like she's been there forever so (laughs) you know we see harris of course bringing his baby some uh wine and she actually asks him to have a video chat with Maria, her friend and psychic. And so he agrees. They're sitting there and Maria starts asking him questions. Um, and he's answering. I'm not sure if it was evasively. But he definitely wasn't quite on point. It was kind of like he was giving real general answers like, I'm going to love her and care for her. I'm going to, you know, um, if she should bring me to America, I'm going to mow the lawn. I, I don't know what mowing the lawn has to do with anything. Um, 
But yeah, she's, she's just sitting there and, you know, she's listening and it's kind of weird, but Maria kind of gives them her blessing a little bit, you know, but remember a couple of, what was it? A couple of episodes ago where she said, things can still go bad with Harris. So, you know, but she knows that her friend falls hard for a guy. So we will see. We will see how this goes and how everything is kind of, um, you know, unfolding. But, you know, he seems to be okay with her and the psychic. And, the, you know, he thinks that Maria loves him and is on his side. So I, I'm, I still have to go with green card alert on this one. But the question still keeps arising of the baby mama. You know, and, and I don't know what irritates me about when she says that, but it's like, you know, I need to know about the baby mama. It's like, lady, you are too old to be saying baby mama. Just say your ch- children's mother, your child's mother. So they want to know. And he's saying that he supposedly is done with this woman. She left him. She's not trying to come back. But he has to be there for his kids. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this woman is actually done with him. If he's just saying that so he can get to America or what. But, hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. Harris can be, I mean, remember, he is related to Rai Rai. So he still runs in that bloodline. I don't know. I don't know either with these two. She is obviously jumping so fast because she's just like, I need someone to love me. I need someone to love me. And it's just Hmm. like, oh, gosh. Where did we hear this before? Oh, I know. There was this other blonde lady that happens to have a twin that has been with like three guys since she's been on the show. I don't know. I think her name begins with a D and her sister's name begins with an S. And then they have this like clothing company. I don't know. I don't know. I'll think of it, I guess. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I I don't want to put too much energy on this because really we have two more couples to get through and we're, we've got 15 minutes left. So, you know, we'll see what happens next week. Uh, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what else to say. So who did you want to talk about next? Um, I guess we can talk about Jovi and Yara. Oh, yeah. Jovi and Yara. So Jovi's still at the strip club and uh, he gets home really late. Yara specifically told him to be there for a couple hours. Don't be too long. And uh, yeah, apparently only had a couple hours to pack and get to the airport. He was extremely, he's just, I just want to sleep. I just want to sleep. And she's really ticked off because, you know, you've got an early flight. Yes, you have to enjoy yourself with your friends, but you're also seeing them literally the next day and the next couple of days that you are there. So I don't know the, the, you know, it happens like you have your bachelor party, but also, I don't know. What do you do in the situation? Like, you know, he still went out. She was very nice and said, yeah, you can still go out. But also like, I don't know, like this was a bit confusing for me. Like mm, he still has the right to go out, but also he needs to be more considerate and more responsible, but he did go to a strip club. So it's like, yeah, I don't blame her. You can be upset with him, but you know, what gets to me is that he's just like, literally like, uh, Oh, you know, Yara's not going to know what happened last night. She's not going to know. And you know what it reminded me of? You know, on TikTok, I'm going to, sh- I'm going to share the clip because you know what? I had to get a snippet of it because it re- really reminded me of Jovi the whole entire time. So, okay. you know, you probably know which one I'm talking about. I'm not sure, but you can definitely show the clip. How would they know? That was Jovi the whole entire time. Like Yara's not gonna yeah. know. Yeah. Yara's not gonna yeah. know. Like she's not gonna know what happened. Nobody's gonna know. Nobody is gonna know. 
Well, you know, the funny thing is like, he tried, he tried it. He tried it. I was not pleased with Jovi. And then he's like, oh, I'm so tired. I don't, I I just want to go to sleep. And she told him like, you're sleepy because you're drunk. You know, and I, uh, they're asleep. He's sleepy. And then he packs a little bit, throws some things in his suitcase, and then jumps in the bed with his clothes on. What is the matter with this man? But nobody's going to know. <laughs> Nobody's gonna know. They're gonna know. This is gonna be my new favorite sound. Nobody's gonna know. They're gonna know. Yeah, while he was over in the, uh, in the, uh, strip club doing everybody else's favorite sound. You know, the one with the red screen? (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah. So... And for those that don't know, TikTok is like truly, truly addicting. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I, but then they finally get through the night and they're on the way to the airport. She's not talking to him. And of course he's trying to do the, you know, he wants to make peace. He's trying to get her to talk to him and she doesn't want to talk. They get to the airport Oh, let's back up a little bit. His friend calls and says, hey, we've still got time for drinks. Dude, you just got finished drinking. It's like, why? 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 Jovi and Stephanie would have been great for each other. Oh, yeah. But see, I don't think Jovi's into older women. I think that's the only issue. Cause these date, but they could party together all the time, all the time. But yeah, so they get to the airport, and it's like she's upset. She's like, "I just want to take a flight back to Ukraine," and it's like, "Oh, this poor lady. She's just poor girl. She's my heart broke for her in that moment. My heart truly, truly broke for her in that moment." You know, because she's just truly, truly, truly upset. And, you know, they get on the flight. But, of course, he's trying to schmooze his way into, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean it. I don't know. Tell me what I did and I'll fix it. I I, I promise I will fix it. And, you know, she's not hearing him. She's upset. And she's every right to be. She asked you. She's going to be your wife she's pregnant with your child and she's also upset because she found out he invited his friends it was just supposed to be her and him and then she invited his mom but then he invited his friends cam and i forgot the other one but the the other one that was you know mr i'll pay for your private room but It's just really crazy. And they fly to Vegas and she lets him know she's not happy. She's really not happy. I don't know. What would you, what would you have done in this, uh, in this scenario? I would have just turned back. Like, honestly, yes, she's pregnant. It sucks being in that situation where, you know, you're not even married yet. You've had so many situations with your fiance that you're trying to help him up to become better. Because let's be realistic. She is trying to help him to become better and more responsible. And he just still wants to live a party life. Like, you know, she should have cut ties a long time ago. Oh, I totally agree. She should have definitely cut ties a long time ago. Definitely, definitely. So we'll see because... This couple is hasn't uh, said their I do's yet on this season. So we have one more couple. Woo! 
the tumultuous, the amazing, the awesome, the I need the ring. Natalie and Michael. Yay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I had to. This 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 couple just like is like, whoa. So they've actually decided, you know, they're getting along. Of course, last week we had the most awkward reproposal. Okay, question. Whose whose reproposal was more awkward? Tariq and Hazel or Michael and Natalie? Uh, hands down, Natalie and Mike. Yeah. So that was awkward, the most awkward of awkward. It was kind of like, hey, do you want this ring or not? It's like, uh, uh, I think so. I don't know. What are we doing? Yeah. So she's happy because she got zering. But um, she's trying to hurry up because she doesn't have that much time on a visa. It seems like things are going well. She's actually mended things with Uncle Bo and uh, the neighbor, De Tara, Tara, the neighbor down the, uh, down the road. And, you know, everything seems to be going great. They decide to move up the wedding ceremony and... You know, everybody's ecstatic. Even Mike is like, hey, I'm getting married tomorrow. This is going to be amazing. She calls her friend in the Ukraine and says, hey, you know, I'm, I'm sorry you can't be here, but I actually made a friend and she's going to be my maid of honor. And we find out that one of Natalie's weddings was, what was it, almost half a million dollars? Mm -hmm. and her dress was amazing it was so expensive and the funny thing is I realized even the way she says oh I don't want that with Michael he can't afford it what, what in the world she kind of takes these low blow snubs at Mike and his whole lifestyle but this is supposed to be the man she loves I don't get it I don't get it. it. It's just so crazy. I really don't get the whole snubbing Mike, but yeah. And we also hear her call her mom because in the middle of this, the borders to the Ukraine have shut down. So her mom can't leave the Ukraine. So she has to call her mom and let her know, hey, you're not going to be able to make the wedding because the Ukraine has shut down. So, you know... They're really trying to figure out what to do, but they seem to be on track with everything, you know, nothing, nothing really weird. Because remember, this was a couple that fought all season and we get to the day, it looks like the day of the wedding or the day before the wedding and we get finally kind of get to the part where you know we see at the beginning we've we've seen at the beginning of the season where Natalie is crying she calls her officiant and says there's going to be no wedding you know she's upset Mike called off the wedding blah 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 and she is you know whatever he did whatever he said because we don't find out what he said she feels as though she cannot forgive him. So she's going back to Europe. And unfortunately, remember, guys, the borders to Ukraine are closed. She can't go literally go back home yet. She has to go to Europe and kind of figure it out. Um, now, here is the issue, because we see her, you know, talking to Tara and asking about putting stuff in the car and gas in the car. And, um, you know, she's getting ready to go. But one of my biggest concerns was, if I'm not mistaken, this is when the international borders to the United States had also closed. 
So she wouldn't have been able to uh, get out of the United States. I'm not sure because it really looks like she's on her way. But I know during that time, the United States closed down borders rather quickly. So I, I'm, I'm very, um, I'm very curious what is going to happen next week because we see her getting in the car and Michael's trying to talk to her and apologize. And she really does not want to hear it. So we're still unsure of what is said, but, but according to some sources, they already may be married. So, hmm, not sure. So (laughs) during that whole scene, I was kind of feeling bad about her, but since I was on TikTok again, I was just like, I just had to, I just had to do that because that's what it really went through my mind. I was like, she's packing up her things and the song had to just come on on the perfect timing. Yeah, I'm telling you guys, TikTok is addicting. Yeah, (laughs) these two, I don't know. I don't know what what we're going to see next week. Not at all with this with this couple, you know. And of course, we did not see Brandon and Julia this week. I'm sure we'll see them next week, but uh, who knows? Who knows? Because nobody's going to know. <laughs> Is this going to be your new thing? I think so. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. We went through all the couples. I didn't want to really talk much about Natalie and Mike uh, because we do know there's rumors that they've been already married. Uh, she is in America. So, you know, kind of like the spoiler that they gave us. So um, either way, you know, it was hard to believe like did Mike really call off the wedding was this the whole plot what do you what did people think about it uh but I guess we'll see what happens there's more to it it's all of a sudden Natalie Natalie uh canceling everything and trying to get back on on a plane to the U.S. knowing that the borders are closed and she can't really fly into the Ukraine so she's got to fly somewhere in Europe and find her way back through through train she's very scared she doesn't know where to live like she's freaking out so you know Mike has a fault to it he could have prevented this whole thing um, from the beginning but he just dragged it on and he could have just stopped her from coming here when she said hey I got my visa I'm coming yeah you know what you know what you could have said Mike you could have said no stay home stay there don't come here and we could have all avoided this whole big thing it for sure, definitely, it could have been avoided. Uh, th- this couple kind of just like, uh, I, in between you know, Natalie and Mike and Andrew and Amira, it's like they're at a toss up for who's gonna get on my nerves, but yeah, so we will see more next week. Definitely, there will be more next week. Um, still got to figure out the um, the season finale. There is a new season of Happily Ever After coming April 25th, I believe. I got to confirm the date. I know it's on going to be on a Sunday. Uh, couples returning, Angela and Michael. Unfortunately, we have to see um, uh, Libby and Andre. Uh, we also got Yara and Jovi are returning back. Uh, also... Oswelu and Kalani. And there is one more couple that I was just like, oh, I really just want to fast forward to them. Uh, so, yeah, there's new couples coming back. Fortunately, Libby and Andre is coming back. But how is she allowed to come back if she's doing OnlyFans? Like, I still don't get this whole thing because one got fired for that while she went to Cam Soda. But then again, everybody else jumped on the wagon. I don't know how that well, makes sense. Yeah, well, here's the thing is that she didn't really get fired for... The OnlyFans, she got fired for the Cam Soda, which I think is supposedly more hardcore. Okay, sure. (laughs) But there are some couples that I choose not to watch on Happily Ever After. Uh, But uh, hey, 
it is what it is. And we will see what happens next week. And, um, yeah, thank you guys for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me. Don't forget to check out the coupon queen pin, her podcast, CQP moments. Thank you guys live on Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope and those listening onto the podcast. And that's all we have for now. Bye guys. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken, aka The Gentleman of the Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast. Hi, this is Stephanie Valente, your local massage therapist. And now you're you listening, are to listening to a little bit of everything, everything with Angelica. Angelica. That's it for now. And thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.